a radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. I like how he ran in the room thinking that you accidentally articulated baptism incorrectly. Like, wait a minute, you're mistaken. He said to me, you sound like a heretic. Right, yeah. It wasn't like, boy, they must be playing a game where they're articulating someone else's belief. It was, I think Pastor Wolfmiller is off his rocker. (laughs) I'm I'm a little bit disturbed that you think that I would actually teach that about baptism. And it's so, 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 so deserved to be crunched. I mean, mega crunch. So, uh, if you guys would put mega the mega crunch. crunch on the song, that would be awesome. <laughs> Keep uh, preaching the word, pastors. Keep it mediocre. Mediocre and hilarious. You're listening to Table Talk Radio with Pastor Evan Gigline and Pastor Brian Wolfmother, where we are terrible at self-deprecation. Just oh, awful. Yeah. We are te- just the worst. miserable. I, w- I could hardly imagine us being worse than we are. <laughs> How's it going over there? I'm also terrible at humility. <laughs> Wait. No, I'm good at humility. That's what I'm supposed to say. I can't even get the joke right. Good. Hey, broadcasting from the Tower Studio here at St. Paul Lutheran Church in Austin, Texas. Do you know that? Yeah, we're also not sarcastic at all. Not at all. <laughs> no. Never even thought of it. All right, what's on the plate for today? Uh, Kanye West. I, uh, uh, this is great because I want to know all the thing about the Kanye West. You know, he's a Christian now. Oh, something. so that means you'll uh, dive into research in about five, ten minutes? Yeah, so I thought to myself, <laughs> I really would like to know about Kanye West. <laughs> what better way to figure out about Kanye West than to just talk about it on the show? So then we'll know. I mean, opportunity for research. and Yeah, sure. So, so the, he re- released an album called uh, Jesus is King. So we want to talk about that. And so that's all. I think that's all we'll do. And then if we run out of time, so we'll maybe play either like praise song cruncher or preaching to Hollywood or Christian or secular or one of these games. We're, in it, we're we just going to listen to some Kanye songs and we talk should, about it. We should spin a wheel of games and then whatever it lands on is the game we'll play. Okay. For- <laughs> Let's do that. All right. Well, we start out with doing buzzwords on this show. Yep, my buzzword for you today is Lord. How about that? Okay. Now the reason why this is interesting. So, uh, remember how the, the Martin? Remember Martin Luther? Remember that guy? I've heard. Of he that. wrote this thing, which was the Catechism, small and large, both. Okay. And what he did in the Catechism, uh, when it's talking about the Creed, is he picked one word to kind of hone in on. And this is very interesting. So. In the in the first article, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, he hones in on that word maker, and he talks about God the Father and creation. In the third article, I believe in the Holy Spirit, he hones in on that word holy, and he talks about what that means. But in the second article, he hones in on this world on this word Lord, and he unfolds the redemptive work of Jesus in terms of a Lord who is rescuing his people. So it's Jesus who is, it's, and so this is the problem, was we don't have the idea of a Lord anymore. In fact, I think it's illegal to be a Lord nowadays. Hmm. Is that true? You know, I don't know. In America, if you go. Well, I mean, it's illegal to have a slave, so I guess I guess suppose so. Well, I, it's even, it's even uh, illegal to be any sort of royalty. Like if you wanted to be a duke or whatever, like if the Queen of England wanted to make you Duke Evan Gagline of Rogue River. 
You would forfeit your American citizenship for your dukedom. I did not you know, know that? that. I probably yeah. should have known that before. Yeah, you should. I mean, you got to be careful on this thing. I mean, the queen, <laughs> if she calls, you got to be ready. Just, and, just the other like, day, okay. in fact, I, I got to check with my attorney. I'm not sure that I can I can accept <laughs> this. You gotta be, if, you're, if you're like some She wanted to name me the, the Duke of Rogue something. River is what it was. <laughs> and I'd say, I, I, I need to check with city council. I mean, there's so many hoops to jump through. But... <laughs> the Sultan of Swing. So, so if you get named one of these things, this is dangerous because you lose your uh, citizenship, and so, uh, so you just can't go and become royal like this. So we have very little. I mean, there's the, the understanding of royalty, but the, uh, so when when Luther hones in on that word Lord, we're missing something. But I and this is a big problem for our theology because. Jesus as Lord is like the basic confession that all the Christians were making that was getting them killed. So whenever the, whenever the martyrs are being martyred, it's because they said Jesus is Lord, which means that he has purchased and won me, that he's, re he's, he's come and he's rescued me from the kingdom of sin, death, and the devil, and he's brought me to himself in heaven, and, uh, and, and now I live under him in his kingdom, and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. That's all part of what it means to be our Lord. So he's come, he's gathered up his armies, he's come, he's sacked the place where we were held in the dungeon, he's rescued us, he's brought us back to his kingdom, and now we serve him as not as slave, but as citizen, as his, I suppose, his brother. And if you want to put in servant or slave in there, you could mix it in. But the main thing is that we're his friends, and we're his family, and we're part of his kingdom. So that's all there in that word, Lord, which we often miss it. There was this big fight, you know, this theological fight about lordship theology. And so they said, is Jesus your savior or is he your Lord? Like mm. that was a distinction. So mm -hmm. the savior is he does everything for us. And the Lord means we do everything for him. Well, no, this is, this is not the biblical idea of what it means to be a Lord. To be a Lord is to be a rescuer. Now, so, um, that's my buzz. I mean, I remember, Lord. I remember all that back in the days of, uh, of uh, getting into non-denominational Bible studies and things like that when I was in high school and stuff, is that that was the, kind of this two-step Christianity, right? So you've made Jesus your Savior, but you're yet to make him your Lord, which means mm -hmm. you believed in him for salvation, but you haven't really started living on fire for him or something like that. Yeah, now, right. I, I've often said, now you tell me if this is true, I've often said that as people confess Jesus as Lord, that was a way of applying the divine name to Jesus. So they're saying that Jesus is Yahweh, since Adonai was the word that was often substitu substituted verbally um, for, for Yahweh. Um, what do you think of that? True enough. But that's not, in fact, why they were martyred. Mm. What the, 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 so because what they were martyred for is because what they were supposed to say is Caesar is Lord. See? Yeah. Right. And when they were saying Caesar is Lord, that's what the Roman that was the Roman confession. They weren't saying that Caesar is uh, is Yahweh. Isn't they didn't that, have any sense. Isn't of that. that great? I mean, that, I mean, thank God for the martyrs. But I mean, today we'd be like making all these distinctions. Like, well, when I say Caesar is Lord, I only am talking about this realm. But when I'm talking about, I mean, we'd be making all these like <laughs> distinctions so that we could confess both is true. Right, but they're right. just like, eh, Jesus is Lord. Kill me. I don't care. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's, it is fantastic. And, and, and I, so I was trying to figure out what the equivalent of saying that in our day was. And it's almost like saying Jesus is president, but that, which sounds really funny and also is not the exact same because you're not required to say 
you know, I mean, but but that's the idea, is that Jesus is the one who's in charge of everything for me. I, mean, I'm, yeah. I belong to his kingdom. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, Jesus is the boss, not you. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. So I think the closest that we can come to probably saying something like this is Jesus is king, which has got me, th- that's what's got me thinking about it, because that's the name of this album that we're going to talk about from Kanye, Jesus is King, which is a cool thing to say. Yeah. Now, you got to be careful Jesus. saying that Je- that Jesus is president, because then there might be impeachment hearings. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not for long. Is his term ended? What's his opinion rating? <laughs> All right. Uh, he's not elected, that's for sure. He is the elector. My theological buzz word for you is exaltation. So we typically talk about uh, two states of uh, the life of Christ. So that we're, we're talking about um, uh, after, the, after the moment of the incarnation, um, so that, of course, we, we say that the second person of the Trinity, God the Son, has existed from all eternity without beginning or end, uh, but there is a moment in time in which... Um, the divine nature uh, uh, became one, was unified with the human nature, and that was at the uh, moment of conception. And from that moment on into all eternity, uh, uh, Jesus is God and man, perfectly united, never to be separated. And um, as, as he walked this earth, he lived in a state of humiliation, meaning that he did not always exercise his, his divine nature. So uh, we see uh, Jesus... Well, I mean, the, uh, just go straight to the cross, right? So Jesus nailed to a cross. Um, at any time, as the, as the Son of God could have said, you know, I'm going to lunch. <laughs> I'll be back later. I mean, he could have any time just came down off the cross. It wasn't that nails were holding him there, per se. Uh, but he uh, yielded. He did, did not utilize his divine nature, though still perfectly united uh, with God and man, uh, did not utilize his uh, divine nature. But that's that's true uh, until the resurrection, because in the day in, in the resurrection, uh, Jesus is now uh, in a state of exaltation, meaning that the fullness of his divine nature is expressed through his human nature. And so, um, th- this is the thing that that the the Calvinists choke up on, right? Because we'll say that that uh, that the full attributes of God are attributed to the the person of Jesus, so that uh, Jesus is omnipresent. And they go, wait a minute. Uh, if even if he's a man, he can't be in all places at all times. Uh, yes, but he's exercising his divine nature through his human nature, so God can be in all places at all times. Uh, so his humanity does not have limits as ours uh, does, and so that's that's the that's the great struggle. But it, it's it's essential for us to understand that Christ is truly present in, with, and under the bread and wine. Otherwise, we'd have to have a, a grand master schedule of when we could have communion. Because no two churches could be having communion at the same time. Because after all, you know, a, a man can't be in two places at the same time. I mean, this is absurd. Of course, Jesus is God. And so he uh, can be in more than one place at one time because he's expressing his divine nature through his human nature. So that's state of exaltation. Nice. All right. We're going to take a breather and then be right back. Taking a look. Oh, I have the, the I have the decision wheel ready to go. So we're gonna find out what game we're gonna play. Okay. Right after this. Stay tuned to Table Talk Radio. For immature audiences only, this is Table Talk Radio. 
I'm reading Luther's sermons from the House Postal every week. You can find it at www.hope-aurora.org. Click on the Luther Sermon Podcast. All right, Table Talk Radio, where we don't even know the game we're going to be playing, but we have some options. Um, So here's here's what I have on the wheel so far. Praise on Cruncher, preaching to Hollywood, Christian or secular. Were there any others in the mix? Um, No. That's it. Those are the possibilities uh, to to use. Name that theologian. How about that? Do you think people are going to be on to us that we're just using games as a tool? (laughs) It's... (laughs) All right. This is smooth. the way this happens is so smooth. People don't even notice. Yeah. All right. Ready for me to spin the wheel? This is like a restaurant where you have to cook your own dinner. It's like <laughs> it's just like the Papa Murphy's of radio shows. Preaching to Hollywood. All right. Okay. We can do that. Am I supposed to get the music for that then? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to do that. And what's the name of that song again? Uh, Jesus. Uh, Jesus is King is the name of the album by the Kanye West. I never really liked Kanye West, by the way. I don't know what kind of music. Oh. It is. There's got to be a particular genre because it's not. It's like it's not rap. It's not like electronic dance music. It's something in between. It's. I don't know. Now should I use the explicit version or? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> did you hear he was at uh, at uh, Lakewood Church? Mm, with, down with here by Joel, Houston. Yeah. Oh yeah, your Joel neighbor Austin? down there. Yeah. We're not quite in the same ministerial alliance, me and Joel Osteen. He doesn't come to the there, circuit meetings? There are so meetings. many megachurches in the other Texas cities, San Antonio, Dallas, Houston. There's not many you know, other megachurches in, uh, in Austin. Okay, here's the thing. So Jesus is King is the name of the album, which means we'll need to pick a song from the album. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Just pick the first one or the most famous one. Okay. How about Follow God? That sounds like a good one to listen okay, to. Okay, Follow God. I'm looking up the lyrics right now. All right. And then there's one called God Is. What does it really to. mean to follow God? Like as I stand here today, I'm reminded of the first time my children ever got an opportunity. Wait, is this a song? Snow. And when we walked outside in the snow, they were very fearful in terms of the steps that they would take. And what I did this is a weird was song. I walked in front of them and I took steps. And I say it to them, instead of creating your own footprint. Hold on, let me fast walk. forward. You know, it is kind of like, okay. So it does find the... Hold on, I'm getting to the... Creating your own footprints. Walk in the footprints that I've already... One of the advantages of doing show prep. Life like this is what your life like. Try to live your life right. People really know you push your buttons like type right. This is like a movie, but it's really very lifelike. Every single night, right? Every single fight, right? I was looking at the grammar and I don't even like lights. I was screaming at my daddy, told me it ain't Christ like. I was screaming at the referee, just like Mike. Looking for a bright light. Seek what your life like. Riding on a white bike, feeling like a sight fight. Pressing on the gas, supernova for a night light. Screaming at my dad and he told me it ain't Christ like. But nobody never tell you when you're being like Christ yeah. Only ever seeing me, yeah. only when they need me Like if Tyler Perry made yeah. a movie for BT yeah. Searching for a deity yeah. Now you want to see it free Now you want to see it free yeah. Let you see it through your piece yeah. Tell me what your 
life like turn it down a bright light driving with my dad and he told me it ain't christ like all right i'm sure glad it didn't land on praise song cruncher <laughs> i'm just trying to find i've been looking for a new way you want me to try to wrap this uh, I'm just you know. really trying not to do really the fool way. I don't have a cool way. Being on my best, though. Block them on the text, though. Nothing else next, though. Not another word, letter, picture, or decimal. Wrestling with God. I don't really want to wrestle, man. It's really lifelike. Everything in my life. Arguing with my dad, and he said, it ain't Christ-like. I'm not sure what to do exactly. Uh, man, you know, it's like somebody only close who can get you. Like, off your, I be on my... Woke up this morning, said my prayers. I'm all good. Then I tried to talk to my dad, give him some advice. He starts spazzing on me. I start spazzing back. He said, it ain't Christ-like. I said, ah. Okay, so this is my summary, uh, summation of this song. And tell me if I'm getting it right. So I think he's, I think he's rapping about how when you're doing things, everyone's there to kind of point out to say, hey, what you're doing isn't Christ-like. So you're yelling at the ref arguing with your dad, those things aren't Christ-like. But no one ever points out, hey, what you're doing is Christ-like. Is that is that about right? Um, um, yeah, maybe. Uh, or it could be. It, 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 I, I was thinking it the other way. So take this first stanza thing. Life, <laughs> life like that is what your life like. Trying to love your life right. People really know you. Push your buttons. Uh, like this is a movie, but it's really lifelike. Every single night, every single fight, I was looking at the gram. Does that mean what does that mean, Grammy? I don't even like likes. I was screaming at my dad. So is I was screaming at my dad, and you know, it ain't Christ-like. So I, th I think this is. I, I don't know. I can't tell if the dad here is his actual dad or maybe a. Heavenly Father, our Heavenly Father, and he's and he's being rebuked. Hey, this is not Christ-like. Almost like it seems to me like what this is saying. Hey, I was doing this stuff, and I, I was kind of my own conscience was echoing this. This is not oh, right. It's okay. not like Christ. Okay. All right. I I don't know, but now the name, the main theme here. Whoa, the tower's huh. falling down. <laughs> huh? Chair attacked me. The main thing um, in the song here is this idea of being Christ-like. Right. So that's that's kind of the hook, both of the song and the theology. So what what do you, what do you think is meant by by that by the idea of being Christ-like? I'm trying to think if, uh, if if the scriptures speak that way, as 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 a as a description of of, of Christians. Um, I mean, I mean, there's there's definitely uh, biblical principles in there, but but here, this is how it's used, and I think this is kind of the point of the song that Christians ought to be Christ-like, which is which which is sort of uh, laying the law upon the Christian, right? So so um, whenever you're you know doing something that's wrong, it's well you're not being you know Christ-like. So to live Christ-like means to uh, get your act together to to live in conformity to the to the word of God. This kind of thing. So it's not a. I don't think it's a gospel thing. It's a it's a law thing. It's always gonna it's always gonna point out your failure. It's gonna point out your shortcoming. Um, I mean, th th there'd be a way that we could apply it 
in a gospel way. I'm just not sure it's ever used that way. Right, So we could say that, hey, upon baptism, I was made (laughs) Christ-like. I was imputed the righteousness of Christ, that Mm -hmm. I'm perfect and holy in in God's eyes because of what Christ has done for me. I'm Mm Christ-like. But I've Mm -hmm. never, ever heard that used (laughs) in that way. Have you? Uh, I don't think so. I think it seems like that would be so, so unique of a way to turn the phrase that you would, that it would jump out and you would notice it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should start the table talk revolution is talking about Christ like in a in an imputed righteousness sort of sense. <laughs> You're right. That's right. Because it's it's almost as I mean it, it has that what would Jesus do kind of yeah. sense to it. Like I'm supposed to follow his example which we are. I mean we're supposed to follow right. yeah, yeah, yeah. the example of Jesus. And I suppose if you want a shortcut to the law, you could do that. Is that Christ like? Because you know what it does? It 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 it, it because Jesus is the only person ever to have fulfilled the law perfectly. So so we can actually see in Jesus an example of what it looks like to keep the law. Uh, everyone else's example is not a complete example. But the problem is, the, remember, the law is different depending on your vocation. So, I mean, one of the reasons why we can't simply ask the question, what would Jesus do, is because Jesus was the Savior, and, and we are the saved. Mm-hmm. Jesus also happens to be God in the flesh. So there's a lot of things that Jesus did that would be sinful for us to do. For example, I mean, this is now, how about this? What an amazing kind of thing to think about that to say, if, if, if we were to follow the example of Jesus, that we would be sinning and you say, how, how, pastor, how could that possibly be the case? Well, here's one way. Here's one way. If you claim to be God, you are sinning. <laughs> I know. I know. My favorite, my favorite kind of quip when people to say, well, what would Jesus do? I'd say he'd die. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's dying for the sins of the world. Uh, right. But but what you said is true, um, that, that, that Jesus does live the law perfectly. And so, I mean, insofar as Christians had a desire to, to, to live in, in a way that was pleasing to the Lord and had maybe this reminder on their wrist to, to, to be mindful of that, uh, that's a, that's a that's a good thing. Uh, it's, I mean, how how could anyone criticize that? There's nothing wrong with that. It's just that um, th- that sometimes we get so uh, uh, what narrow minded on the the keeping of the law that we miss the the promise of what God has what what God has. Uh, made to us the promise that God has made to us that um so so that here we have the the promise that 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 God delights in us by his work and yes as Christians we want to live in a way that would be pleasing to the Lord but we we're we're so we have our head down trying to keep our nose clean so much and and a failure always at that <laughs> that that we that we look at ourselves so much that we miss the promise that God has made to us. And that's always been the, I think the critique of things like WWJD and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, it always comes back then to uh, properly distinguishing law and gospel. And that's, and that's what's going to be at the heart of this and any other theological thought. Yeah. I want to pick up a couple more songs before we start preaching. Okay. So we're going to take songs as a whole and then preach to Kanye. Oh, yeah. That's what we're doing. Sounds good. Okay. Well, we're going to be continuing. Oops. Turn up the wrong slider. Uh, We're going to be listening to more Kanye West and more Table Talk Radio right after this.
podcasting before it was cool. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Get the Around the Word devotions delivered to you in a free daily email. You can f- sign up for that at whatdoesthismean.org. Click the devotions button. All right, we're back. More Table Talk Radio and listening to Kanye West. We're listening to another one called, from his latest album, Jesus is Have you heard King. about this? Have you heard about this deal This with the Kanye, by the way? Have you been paying, a, no, that's, paying attention? No, this was the disclaimer when this morning you said, I want to talk about Kanye West. I said, I know nothing about what's going on. Apparently, I mean, it's just it's this thing is Kanye. I saw something. I mean, it keeps coming up all over the place. Kanye West is Jesus is King, and some I saw some interview. Someone said, "Are you so you're a Christian musician now?" And he gave this answer. He says, "I'm a Christian everything now." <laughs> I, love, I love it. <laughs> Which I thought was great, actually. I mean, that was really <laughs> so. But this is now it's a big time controversy. For example, I saw on the Twitter the other day someone posted up a Kanye went and did a concert at some women's prison, and and people are like, "I'm sure there's." normal Christians who are there every day and don't have cameras with them. And now this is a bit, this is a big fight. So now this is a bit, this is the big thing people are talking about. So, well, you know, uh, that, since well, we are th- that may be on but... the trendy side of things here on the table talk radio, I mean, I there's want to miss out. Uh, in fact, I, I think I saw a YouTube video, which I didn't watch. It was, you know, criticizing his, whether he really was converted or, you know, he, you know, spoke at Joel Osteen's church. So we're going to might listen a little bit of that. So we might be wondering, you know, what form of Christianity is he, uh, believing in this kind of thing, but I mean, let's just say you. Uh, I mean, let let's pretend Kanye West uh, was baptized and then confirmed in a Missouri Synod Lutheran church. <laughs> Would it really be so bad that he used his fame for the purpose of getting the gospel out? I mean, that inherently, I don't think, is that bad. You know, I mean, yes, there's probably people at the women's prison who every every day are laboring to teach the Bible, but if if someone who has a little fame can use that for the purpose of bringing the good news to someone, why not? Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure what the big thing is. I mean, I'm not sure what... I don't know. You know, there. I was listening to the... We were, Carrie and I were driving somewhere on Friday. I don't know. What happens on Fridays is I'm off, and so I end up going to the grocery store with Carrie. Oh. <laughs> It's ridiculous. We're just so we're driving somewhere That's to like do, like run errands. Really. What's going on here? I anyway. So, so and we're listening well, to I'm the going to Club Rogue River. You, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> so we're for. I mean, so this is how I show my love for Carrie is saying, "All right, honey, whatever. You, I'll go with you." <laughs> I bring like a book to read while I push the cart, and that also means that that we're listening to like the morning talk shows instead of listening to Al Mohler on the podcast. So. Uh, we're listening to some morning show, some country station morning show, and there's this big thing about what do you think about, and it was something really stupid. I mean, not, it, was, it was like, what do you think about how they're going to fry the chicken nuggets at the local elementary school and peanut butter oil? Oh, call in. Give us your opinion. It's like, what? This is, it's, it's like something happens at some point in the world where it says, you know what, really, we should get up, we should do is we should get worked up about stuff that doesn't matter at all. Let's do, let's all do that. Ready? Go. Well, someone. So, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It just seems like that's what. 
I mean, that's how, how things are. I mean, I'm not even for getting worked up about things that do matter. <laughs> I mean, uh, Hans Feeney likes to talk about that outrage addiction, that actually the chemical reaction that's going on. You get like a you get like a dose of dopamine by by having an outrage over something. Um, but that has served the media realm well, right? I mean, so mm-hmm. that it's great for ratings. Um, and so I think that's what's going on. Like, like at the at the at the local news station there in Austin, you're like, all right, we got to have some kind of an outlandish, outrageous story that's going to really get people to call in. Uh, the elementary school is using peanut oil. Roll with it. Go with that right, story. Right. Got anything else? No. Do you anything that matters? No. <laughs> and so then it's like Kanye West is a, is a Christian, and it should be like, oh, cool. Hope he's hope he has the right doctrine on. I hope he's a Trinitarian, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Hope he's. Hope he doesn't go visit Osteen. <laughs> Maybe that's what you say. <laughs> that's cool. But is, am I supposed to get really? I mean, it is. It, it's part of it is the whole celebrity culture. Yeah. You know, like what? What? Like, what is Kim Kardashian? Isn't didn't he get married to Kim Kardashian or something? I don't know. It's like, what does Kim think of? It's like, well, this isn't TMZ. I don't. I don't know what these the, things. Yeah, I don't. I was. I was watching TMZ the other day. <laughs> I can't believe you just admitted that. Yeah, because so we don't have the cable anymore because Carrie Rage quit Netflix the other day because she found out they were supporting some abortion rights thing, and so she like <laughs> she immediately canceled. <laughs> we're off on Netflix. I think it's great. It saves money. You know what do I know? So we have the. I went down to the Target. Uh, you know the Target. Yeah, you guys have a, one of those, and I got yeah. the I got the antenna. I was gonna say it's odd to rage quit Netflix and then go to Target, but go ahead. Yeah, well, <laughs> I never can keep up with where I'm not supposed to go anymore. So I went to Target and I bought myself a conservative antenna, Christian antenna. I think it a conservative. Was. Antenna. I got. I was like the other day when I was I went I drove through Starbucks and then I was like, well, I gotta sanctify myself. So I went and I got so, myself a Chick fil A sandwich. And... <laughs> Hi, I'm here for the the Christian antenna. Do you know how this is the, the this is why this is one of the reasons why we're not gonna have to worry about closed communion for that long because everyone is part of this like the cancel culture. So that you know, what the, the, the cancel culture is says that you're not supposed to consume things where you don't agree with the messaging of the particular com- company. So, like, remember that happened, like the like the, the this ultra liberal soul cycle in California. Yeah. Everyone yeah. got mad because like the owner of it hosted a dinner for Trump, and so then everyone was rage quitting the soul cycle, which has all these like Hollywood celebrity. It's a, what a disaster. Who can tell out what's the messaging, you know? I don't I'm just thinking about this. Do you think it has something to do just from a business perspective because the whole the whole thing about business these days was about, you know, the story behind the company. You know, so it wasn't good enough that you would sell like brake pads. You had to be like uh a company that was selling brake pads so that you can support children in Africa or something like there's right, always got to right. be a story behind the thing. And so Sustainable now Sustainable living in in Ecuador. Yeah, whatever it is. Or even if it was like, you know, I'm a Free I'm, I'm a mom pads. and pop, you know, so supporting me and supporting a family. Whatever whatever the story is, but there has to be a story. I mean, people don't buy your brake pads, they buy the you behind it, you know. So uh so has that has that now become all this all this like virtue signaling that they say that that I'm you know uh, 
I'm, I, I care for the environment. So my cause is being green and all this stuff. So now it just kind of fold. You have like all this conflict of, of people's views in the marketplace. And now I have to, you know, using my dollars has to be in support or agreement with the story behind the, the business. It's so adult. We're, we should, we're in such an indulgent culture that fa- we, that we fast to hurt the food manufacturers rather than to discipline our own flesh, you know. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. I thought like, you were I'm not going to say... buy that from you, so I'm I'm going to punish. I'm going to fast from whatever. Yeah, and I'm going to punish you by doing it. I thought you were going to say we're such an adolescent culture. <laughs> well, we are. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm all for Carrie rage quitting the Netflix. You know, I mean, that's yeah. Know, I can. I... I'm allowed to be mad at them for something like this, but. I don't think she went on. I don't think she went on like Pinterest and made like a board for Netflix rage quitter, pro life Netflix rage quitters, and, and like was all triumphant about it. You know the guy. Oh, the, that, in fact, I don't think she said anything to, until the kids are like, "Hey, where did Netflix go?" And Gary says, "I quit." <laughs> you know that guy on uh, Shark Tank, the uh, uh, Kevin O'Leary. Do you ever watch Shark Tank? Uh, yes. Um, so, so he's kind of seen as the mean, grumpy guy that's uh, greedy or whatever, and probably a lot of those things apply. But you know, one thing that he said is that businesses don't have any business in giving money away to charity because that's not the job of business. A business's job is to make money, and then when you pay out that money to the owners, they can take that money and donate it to wherever they want. But the business's job is to make money. And I'm just thinking about this, like Netflix, I don't know why Netflix needs to be giving money to a pro-abortion company or whatever they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. Um, Why don't they just be a business? (laughs) Instead of of having all these uh, causes, why don't you just provide streaming services to your users and then the owners of Netflix can take that money and do with it whatever they want. Does that make more sense? Yes. I mean, so... Well, yeah, of course it makes sense. It's like every time you check out now, it's like, well, would you like to donate 23 cents to the Wounded Warriors, or would you like to donate the 44 cents to the, to the you know, to the Three-Legged Dog Association or whatever? It's like, well, I guess so. I didn't know I wanted to do that until you... Is this what they like, call... why don't you donate some of my profit to it? I just gave you, like, $4 for a chicken sandwich. Why don't you take some of that money? <laughs> I just do that. I, that's what I'm going to do next time. I just thought of it. Like, yeah, take, use some of the money I just you just made off of me to do that. I don't know. Is that a business expense? Maybe they can write that off. Is that why they're doing it? I don't know. Now, the point of this was that we don't say, have Netflix anymore, <laughs> which is why I was flipping through the channels and found myself, because I, I can't figure out what's on TV. I just have to scroll through, like, all 17 channels that we have now. And I, was, and I flipped over, and one of them that comes in is whatever channel the TMZ is on. And so oh, yeah. it's like these guys sitting around the cubicles. Have you seen the thing? It's like these, these a bunch of like busybodies <laughs> sitting around in cubicles gossiping about celebrities. The guy who used to give legal advice on people's court. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's the same guy. <laughs> I used to love watching people's court whenever I was getting my hair cut because always the barbers always had people's court and Judge Judy and stuff. On <laughs> anyway. I never, I didn't make the connection, and I'm watching this for whatever, and I figure you can, you could categorize TV channels by what commandments they break. So, ah, like nice. House Hunters International, that's definitely a Ninth Commandment channel, and <laughs> most of the daytime TV shows are Six Commandments shows, you know, mm-hmm. and most of your like evening popular sitcoms are Fifth Commandments, some sort of crime, something or other. 
And this is just the eighth. This is just a fantastic breaking of the eighth commandment happening there. Yeah, it's incredible. There it is. Wait. All right. Maybe we'll get to Kanye West after this break. (laughs) All right. We got one whole segment on nothing. Yeah, one whole segment on digression. All right. We're gonna be right back, and then we're gonna go to Kanye West. Hi, this is Todd Wilkin, host of Issues Etc. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Sorry. I'm taking some old Luther stuff, pulling it out of the collections and publishing it. You can download it for free or buy them for five bucks. Find it, the Everyone's Luther, at wolfmuller.co. Click on the books at the top of the page. All right, quick, before Pastor Wolfmuller gets on a... Uh, tangent. We're gonna. I wonder what the TMZ guys think about Kanye no, West. No, 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 don't, don't. All right, all right. We're gonna play. <laughs> this one is called "Use This Gospel" by Kanye West. Okay. There's a bunch of O's at the beginning of this. I'm looking at the lyrics. Set the mood, I guess. It's a hard road to heaven. We call on your blessings. In the Father, we put our faith. King of the kingdom, our demons are trembling. Holy angels defending. In the Father, we put our faith. There's a lot more O's, but I like that. I like how the O goes. Eh. <laughs> I got. I, <laughs> this one's interesting. I think. Here's Pusha T has verse one. How could he not be the greatest? What's wait a minute? In my bed, under covers, when under covers had raided, my presence is happy belated, fashionably late. I'm just glad that you made it. The best is yet to come. I'm glad you waited. They all say they real till it's time to appraise it. I see them come and go. You only the latest, but who am I to judge? I'm crooked as Vegas. What the huh. heck is that about? I have no idea. So um, the the chorus, maybe we should analyze that a little bit. Use this gospel for protection. It's hard road to heaven. We call on your blessings in the Father. We put our faith. King of the kingdom, uh, our demons are trembling. Holy angels defeated in the Father we put our faith. What do you think of that? I think it's interesting how Christian rap, rap wants violence, just Hmm. the nature of the thing. And so Christian rap is going to gravitate towards spiritual warfare, which is one of the reasons that it endears itself to me. Fascinating. And this is now my guilty pleasures. I, I admit that I listen to Christian rap, especially this guy called... Oh, now I forgot his name. Kanye it's West. the guy who. Oh yeah, Andy Minio, <laughs> who I really like. Uh, he's kind of funny when he 
raps about stuff. Anyway, uh, they, they, it's because it has this real sense that we're actually in this spiritual warfare. So that's going on here. Demons trembling, holy angels defending. In the Father we put on our faith. So it's. I think this is almost like a um, Ephesians 6. So the helmet of salvation, the gospel is our protection. And that's true enough. The gospel is our protection. The doctrine of the gospel is our protection. Hmm. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I, you said something really interesting. I hadn't thought about this before, that, that rap music is inherently violent, so when you make it Christian, it has to be about the spiritual warfare. I mean, it's hard to talk about—I mean, you don't really uh, you don't really get, like, Amy Grant lyrics put to rap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, rap is like—it's anti-sentimental. <laughs> That's you know, right. It's, in a lot of ways, it's the anti-praise song. And, it, and the more specific it can get, the better— so, um, you know, like I'm looking at, I'm looking at, at verse two by no malice. And he talks about, uh, a lot of damaged souls done damage those. And in my arrogance took a camera pose caught with a trunk of Barry Manilow's. They sing a different tune when the slammer closed from the concrete grew a rose. They give you wraith talk. I give you faith talk. In other words, there's a lot of. It's like you know this the specificity is is asked for uh huh. it's it's asked for in the in the in the rap but hmm. I want to hear the end of this song. Can you play the end because it looks like I'm looking at the thing it says saxophone solo by Kenny G and then outro oh 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 work 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 there's a lot of works going on all right, let's see what I can do. Oh, that's perfect. Kenny G sax solo. There you go. It's kind of cool that Kanye West is like, hey, I want to just call up the old Kenny G. Get him on my new album. I'm looking, I'm about to get to the work part, huh? Coming? Word to choose to repeat over and over at the end of your song. I mean, why not? I don't know. Faith. <laughs> Work. See, that's that is interesting to me. So, what's what do you think's going on there? I don't know, but I want to get to. Oops. Uh, push the right buttons here. I want to get to this. Uh, we have since we just have a little bit of time left. In the Con- whole show? Kanye, yes. Kanye West talking at Joel Osteen's church. Okay. I know that God's been calling me for a long time, and the devil's been distracting me for a long time. There's a lot of people there. And when I was, you know, in my lowest points, you know, God was there with me and sending me visions and inspiring me. And I remember sitting in the, the hospital at UCLA after having a mental breakdown and there's uh, documentations of me drawing a church and saying, writing, a, start a church in the, in the middle of Calabasas. And even after that, I went and made the, the Life of Pablo album. I said, this is a gospel album. And I didn't know how to totally make a gospel album. And the Christians that were around were too, um, 
I would say beaten into submission by society to not speak up and profess the gospel to, you know, to me because I was a superstar. Everyone has their phones so, out videoing the, this. The only superstar is hmm. Jesus. So as I sat there saying, you know, I, I'm going to make a gospel album, there were Christians that were there that were not, excuse me, brother, if, I, I go into these streams of consciousness when I'm talking and when, you, when you're speaking in the middle of it, it, it distracts me. I really appreciate the support, but I would like for everybody to be completely silent so I can let God <laughs> flow through me as I speak to you guys today. You can't applaud when he says, please be quiet. <laughs> he, he turned to Joel Osteen and asked him to be quiet. <laughs> oh, that was Joel Osteen. Yeah, well, yeah, he turned right to it. He said, he said brother, I, I appreciate your support, but when you're talking what I'm thinking, I can't, <laughs> can't channel. And in this studio, it will, it, it's going to compare to places that you're in in life where people tell you to quiet your voice and not talk about Jesus you know, so loud, but everything else is so loud around us. When I'm in California and when I'm in Vegas, they got posters up advertising, you know, sex trafficking. Because if there's an advertisement for a strip club, that is advertising sex trafficking because at the end of the night, when they close up, the, the manager says, how much traffic do we have? So Wait. if it's a a man that's going through things with his family or going through things at work and he feels he has to go there. We all end up participating, whether it's the spirits that get advertised to us all the time. Alcohol is, they call it a spirit. So we get constant advertisement for spirits. We get constant advertisement for strip clubs and other things like that. But then we bring up the name of Jesus, we're told to be quiet, quiet that down. So even for someone who's professing God and saying, this is going to be a, go a gospel album, the devil's going to come and do everything he can to distract people from knowing how to fully be in service to the Lord. And all of that arrogance and confidence and cockiness that y'all seen me use uh, before God is now using for him. All right, so that's uh, well, Kanye West. There's a difference between being a Christian and being a preacher. Let's just make that distinction. Sure, sure. And probably this is going to be the danger now. I see it. This is going to be the great danger that is going to face uh, our uh, brother there, Kanye, is uh, is the, the danger that because he's so popular that th th there's this idea in celebrity culture that because you're a celebrity, now you're an expert, like on global warming and whatever else. <laughs> So if you're a Christian celebrity, then you must be uh, an expert on theology, and that is um, not the case. Well, I mean, that's—I mean, scripturally, um, I mean, one of the qualifications for being a pastor, and this is kind of your point, there's a difference, uh, is that he must not be a recent convert. Uh, and why is that? Well, you need time to, to grow in the faith, and um, to be a spokesperson for the faith, um, being such a new Christian, um, uh, is, I think— especially su such a public figure, uh, does open up to a lot of vulnerability. Um, so so uh, I suppose another thing to, pr to, to pray, pray and yep. beg the Lord for the, yep. that uh, he would have some time like St. Paul in the desert to, to learn his doctrine. Yeah, Someone absolutely. send him a copy of the Book of Concord. Yeah, and, and maybe a, a copy of Why American Christianity Has Failed. 
All right, I'm on it. <laughs> all right, that's going to be all the time we have. Thanks for uh, listening to this edition. We want to hear from you. Give us a call, 1-800-385-SOLA. That's it for us. Thanks for listening to Table Talk Radio. This is where you use your buzzword. I know. I get exaltation. Stay dove. Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Table Talk Radio is not for everyone. Please consult your pastor before listening to Table Talk Radio. Side effects may include nausea, vomiting, headache, heartburn, air loss, hallucinations, aversion to incomplete sentences with aquatic imagery, psychosis, psychosis, lung cancer, brain tumors, sleep gain, internal bleeding, internal combustion, a sudden craving to smell your backseat, claustrophobia, an uncontrollable urge to fight the capitalists on Twitter, and falling off your treadmill. For more information, visit tabletalkradio.org.